Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Love Not Fear podcast. Today's topic is uncertainty versus direction. What comes to mind, Edward? Mm. First, intention, I think. Mm. What is my intention? Intention helps me clarify my purpose, my motivation, and this motivation drives, drives action. And yeah, by asking myself, what is my intention? When is my, then I can check if my behavior is aligned with, with the desired outcome. Actually, my coach just gave me a framework for intention setting. I think it's really powerful to do this in the beginning when you start a new task, start a new project, come together in a meeting. So ask yourself, like, what do I want? What do I expect to happen if it happens the best way possible? How long do I want to take? What's the best possible outcome? What needs to be true for this outcome to happen? How do I feel knowing you put in the effort to accomplish the intention better, faster than I anticipated? And then I guess command this a little hippie, but I think it, it makes sense. Command your subconscious mind with a statement like, you know, subconscious mind, I command you to give me the brevity, courage, confidence, insights, inspiration, and yeah. intuitions. What, what, do whatever it takes to fulfill this intention effectively. So maybe it's a little long, but I guess if you can boil it down and you do something new, like what do I, what do I want, what do I expect to happen if it, this goes the best way possible or defining like, I think we talked about this before, best, better, this, this mm. framework. So I, I heavily rely on, on online tools to jot down any ideas and plans. So I have many, many wild ideas and wild plans, ill-defined. And by doing that, by putting them in a system, I know I can go back at any time, it gives me peace of mind. And it's also a place where, where it can simmer a little. And if I'm really drawn to it over and over and again, and still sounds like a good idea, that's yes. when the throttle goes, goes on and I start to execute. But having a system to write it down and not keeping it some mental space where it, it nags on, on you is... is very, very liberating. Yeah. I met uh, David Allen once. What was his famous Getting book? Things yeah. Done guy? Yeah. The mm -hmm. Getting Things Done. And he was so, so inspirational about the mind is not for remembering it. It's just for having ideas and <laughs> store them somewhere else. So, and, and I was asking, because yeah, like... uh, the guy lives in Amsterdam. So what do you do next? And he said, I literally don't know. I have to check my, my calendar. So he really eats his own dog food. <laughs> the guy had no, no idea where he's going to be uh, next. So yeah, pretty inspiring. So yeah, what is my plan if I try to uh, think of uh, my next steps? I think anybody is looking for strategies and methods to, uh, to achieve goals, right? Mm -hmm. And it's good to taste other people's tools and, and see how that works. Maybe you come back to your own, but I'm I'm a, I'm a sucker for for new new tools that that could probably, and I think it's very healthy. I, I change them all the time. I go back. I have like uh, three or four tools I use regularly, and I love just when in my head something has become a mess in one, and I take mm -hmm. yes 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 I go back like to the fresh other start one and, yeah <laughs> yeah. So it's, I, I, I used to beat myself up for that. Come on, stick to one system and clean it up, and now I'm okay with that. Yeah, very similar for me actually. Yeah. I now I'm kind of doing it all in UpCoach, and I'm kind of sticking to UpCoach because now if I want to change something, I can have the developer change something, <laughs> so yeah. the system changes. But I was went from doing it on paper, doing it in a bullet journal, doing it in 
you know, the task system and then like and trying out the latest, you know, from Basecamp to like all the, the other tools that are out there. And then I always kind of come back to like, oh, that's us on paper and blah, you know. So it's, the one thing that that's always nagging me is is they they don't seem to have a good way to con- to to add what you're in control of. I plan my my week. I always kind of figure out like what are the the things the th- maximum three things that I want to get done professionally, three things maximum personal, mm-hmm. and three things maximum for for family. So I only put thing things in that matter, and I only put them in in a sense that I'm in control of it. For example, if I want to be on a podcast, I you know. I plan, do the preparation for the podcast. But if the guy doesn't show up, then I still did my my thing, you know? So yeah. I, I do not put these things into other people's hands, if this makes sense, you know? So because I want to be in control of like actually delivering the thing that I set out to do. Control is a crazy, crazy thing. It helps you focus on what you can influence and what you can let go of and what you cannot. Yeah, by having that clear. But what I was aiming at is... For some steps, you need something to happen or somebody to respond. Mm. And all the tools that I've, I've used, this is, this is the, where it goes wrong. Anything that I can control, and preferably if a day would have 100, 100 hours in, in which 76 would be private, that would be ideal. But uh, yeah, that, that's where the systems go, will go wrong. I mean, I think you can tag, like if you have, you mean like if you delegate, have delegated something to kind of wait for it to come back? Yeah. Yeah, there's like, you can, for example, snooze emails in, in in Gmail that they come back, you know, after you send it and then like, you know, it comes back to see if, if they did it or not. Or I have like also, I used to have a delegation section, like things that I've delegated and with due dates and stuff like this. So I guess yeah. you, can, yeah. you can craft yeah. it. They are not very convincing, but we're, we're going on a micro level. I don't think this is this yes, is for people that want a tool. So let, let's go one step up the ladder again and talk about the direction and yeah, when you're, what are the moments that you feel discouraged about when uncertainty gets the best of you? So when mm-hmm. do you stop pursuing something you want or get out of touch with it? If, if I constantly get out of the flow, Right. Okay. If it if it's not flowing, if it's not working, and I also found that if I just hit my head against the wall on something, and if it's just not flowing, maybe mm-hmm. it's not meant to be right now. Often, yeah. like you know, when I didn't kind of like force it, yeah. I didn't don't get the best results. So I, I like to be like in in the flow of things. You know, the hippie that I am. If if things flow, they're meant to be, and then it just yeah. like works and happens. It's versus like squeezing a square pack in a round hole. You probably recognize it when if you if you have eaten that frog, that thing that you that you needed to do, and when it's over, you said, "Okay, wow, did I spend so much mental energy on on this topic?" But it's it's also a task can can take me five minutes if I'm in the right energy, and could take me hours and hours if if done done on the wrong place. So, learning to of getting to know your own energy flows and when mm. when to do what. Is, is a hugely beneficial for me. The, the hardest lesson I had to learn is when in flow to still take breaks and, and hmm. pause. So, have you tried the Pomodoro technique? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I even worked it in, in I, I, my company runs on, on, on my own software and I even integrated it. Hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely is one of my favorites. And I, I do believe that it's better to stop your flow to, to, work on a certain uh, level of energy and, and mental state of mind for a longer period of time 
by taking small small breaks than breaks. to give it all and then break down and then be nothing. Mm. So yeah, big fan of Pomodoro. For people that don't know, look it up. But Pomodoro basically tells you to break down uh, your hours by 25 minute intervals, then take small breaks. And after four, four sessions or five sessions, whatever technique uh, you like, take a longer break. So by breaking up in, in smaller sections, um, you get better hold of, of, of your day. And then, yeah. And then also, I think another key thing is that people often put like a giant task. Mm. And, you know, if you, if you break down this giant task into smaller bite-sized chunks, then you also get momentum, feel the progress versus like, oh, this giant thing that I still have to do. Yeah. You know, if you, I think momentum is also a really important thing if you want to get something done. And Pomodoro also helps tremendously if you, even if you don't feel like doing it, if you just say like, okay, I'm just going to yeah. work on it for these 25 minutes, for the 25 minutes, it's yeah. maybe an easier thing to, to, to get going. It, it could it could take the edge of of, of getting of, of starting it indeed, and another thing that helps I don't know where I've picked it up but to use the past tense. I think you it's mentioned pretty, this before on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some somehow, but not not really on a micro level for for tasks. But uh, it works on in meeting notes as well. It, it, it creates more commitment to, to that and it's building maybe bridges in your head how to to reach that. Have called so many clients. Have done. Have cleared my. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I'm I'm working on an app for for UpCoach, which is a time capsule app, and the idea is that you record a video for your future self. You know, in 90 mm -hmm. days from now, I've you know I feel so happy and grateful because I rocked out this and this and this and this and this and this and this. Yeah. It's 90 days, and it's it's cool for intention setting. It's cool for kind of seeing that after 90 days, if you really accomplished all the things that you set out to do. Yeah. And yeah, so my coach actually does it on a daily basis. In the morning, he always records a time capsule for the end of the day, you know, like, mm. and things kind of the same thing that you, wow. you're talking it's, about. There's, there's some, some very uh, easy tools to do that. It's not a big hassle anymore. And it could actually maybe teach you to be more kind to yourself. Once you have, have done this a couple of times, I could potentially see that it takes, it takes away some stress. Hmm. Because the first ones will be like, okay, today I'm going to change the world and I will uh, hmm. have painted this room in a different color and I, I had a long conversation with my friend who I haven't seen in a year. That's not going to work. But in, in time, it, you'll, you'll probably learn better how to first dose what you need to do and be more in, in touch with what you want to do and potentially be kinder and see the, the progress that, that, that you are be, uh, making. So, so something that helps me tremendously when I when I pick the three things I want to work on this week or that you know that are important for personal self and and family, then I add them to my calendar because then it becomes realistic that I actually do this. Otherwise, you know, I put all these task lists in, and then I already have like all this other stuff going on, or maybe I'm traveling, etc. And then I beat myself up because I didn't do it. But yeah. if I kind of like, you know, and Sundays, I usually sit down and I plan my week and I pick these things that I want to do. And then I see where do they fit in into yeah. my weekly calendar. And then you have like way more realistic yeah. expectations, but also you, they're scheduled. So nothing else overrides the important. The urgent will not override the important because they're already in there. Yeah. Yeah, we we could do a whole episode on uh, or, or or five uh, Eisenhower matrix, matrix and stuff like that. But um, let, let's talk a little bit 
about the anxiety that lack of progress makes. If it, for me, it works when I look at my core values and see, uh, have, have I been aligning to this? Am I still focusing on the big picture? That often takes away some of the stress. Because stress is, is done, is, is focusing on, on small steps that, that you, you would have liked made. But yeah. So the, the idea of a 90-day uh, interval, that's interesting. That's also the, the, the same interval that, that, that you and I meet in, in person. And I always use these, uh, these terms uh, to, to set my, my intentions and to, uh, to, to uh, yeah, afterwards mm -hmm. draw up a plan for the next 90 days. So yes. my, actually, my, my actions are re, uh, realigned. How about when we meet in Riga, we record a time capsule of the plan that we have made for until the next time, right? Hmm. And then like we watch it. it. Next time we get together, we, we're going to watch it beforehand and then record the new one for the next. I think it's cool. a super, super cool exercise. Okay. So what is the takeaway? The takeaway. Takeaway task. Mm, what resonated? It could be a bunch, bunch of things. Like test, testing out some of the tools like Pomodoro, etc. But what is the most broad applicable thing? I guess maybe plan your week. Sit down on... Sundays or whenever is convenient mm -hmm. for you and plan the things that you want to get done that really matter, that move the needle forward and schedule them in your, your calendar and see if you get them done. Okay, that's it. One last reminder, go to the website if you haven't registered already and see what's new, uh, new out there. And if you have any ideas for the podcast, uh, please let us know. See you in the forum and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Okay, bye.